Welcome to The Right Film. My name is Sean. I'm Thomas. I'm Stephen. And I'm Harvey. Alright guys, if you listened to last week's episode, we were in debate as either we are going to watch uh, Wonder Woman or The Lovers. And we went with The Lovers. So yeah. we'll be talking about, uh, I think this is one of our first uh, independent release reviews. Um, I know we've been getting a lot of flack that we didn't uh, review Wonder Woman. It has yeah. been getting a lot of reviews, but uh, Steve watched it and he will be reviewing it briefly. Where's this flack coming from? Um, our fans. Our fans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just our like, um, I mean, well, so a little background. We've been doing blockbuster after blockbuster, and we're just getting so burnt out. So when, like, Wonder Woman came out, we're like, oh. It was all we're, chucked up to bad timing, we're, honestly. We were, just, we were just dying for an indie release, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah. So we went with it, uh, but, you know. Plus, uh, go figure the one blockbuster we skip gets good reviews yeah. but, plus we don't want to make everyone think that we're that podcast who only reviews blockbusters yeah, we're, we want to give every uh, you know film a chance out there we're exactly. in it for the hipsters true but uh, like always we have some other stuff we're going to be reviewing this week I have a review because I lost the game last week and uh, I believe you guys watch stuff during the week as well see okay and um, I think uh, who picked the topic this week <clears throat> I think I don't even whose topic was it, was it. It was my topic. Was, was it? it? Yeah. Okay. I, I just I just saw a list and then I was just like I like that one. So what's the topic? So our topic this uh, week's going to be who would you want to direct your biopic and why? Now, regarding this topic, is it a biopic based on our life up until now or after we're dead? I don't think it matters. Doesn't matter. Hmm. Because I was going up until now. I like up until now because so I feel like because <laughs> my biopic is more of like a coming of age. Because I'm still coming of age. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you you can't do it for the future because you don't know your life can but be so another different. Another scenario that, is where I do something amazing and they have to tell the story. And yeah, I know, but you don't, you don't know that yet. So your director might change based on what you do. So you gotta keep it up until now. Okay, I'll go with the coming of age. Yeah. But uh, like always, how was everybody's week? Um, Steve, uh, it's been good. I didn't see you this week. Yeah, we were moving. Just oh, yeah. moved to a new oh, place. Yeah. We we're are in recording new, new in a new studio right now, yeah. Yeah, if you notice, the, <laughs> the intro was a little off. We we went into a different... Uh, we yeah. got a brand the new table, setup. The table arrangement's different. Yep. Mm-hmm. But how was the move? Was it seamless? Was it hard? Was it a bitch? Uh, it was pretty much exhausting like any other move. Did you guys U-Haul? What did you do? Yeah. I was like a U-Haul. Um, how much did the movers cost? Uh, well, we, we found we found a couple guys that said they'll do it for 10 bucks each. We actually just found a really strong uh, girl. Her name's Tiffany. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and she strapped everything to her back and, and yeah, brought she her up ba- there. Yeah, basically she moved the <laughs> whole nice, apartment. Nice, nice. You guys are fucked. <laughs> so uh, how do you like a new place? Uh, it's nice. I like it. It's pretty modern. I like how you ask them and then you answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion. What do you guys think? I agree. It's uh, it's nice. It's clean. Living, like, it's your typical area. New York apartment, you know? Yeah. Basically. You're not going to get anything too extravagant for what you're paying. I like my windows. I think that's the number one yeah. actually thing on my wish list. The, the bay windows are amazing. Yeah, I yeah. really love big windows. And What about the skylight above us, directly above the us? The ceilings are very high, too. Yeah, I like that you as well. You guys have a lot of airspace. You can get a trampoline in here. I was thinking, yeah, we can get yeah. something like loft. I kind of like the skylight. Um, I don't yeah, know. It's um, like free light all the time. We don't have to turn on any lights, but... It can be annoying at sometimes if you want it to be dark. Yeah. It'll get it'll get annoying. I would real say quick for me. I would say you could make a, a horizontal curtain 
Yeah, if you're crafty enough, that yeah. requires us to know how to build things or know how. I to can set build things. things. I, I bet you. <laughs> I'm like vertically. The, the problem with the skylights, I can't take day naps. Day naps. Yeah, on the couch, which mm. I'm notorious for. Yeah, or if I'm hungover, like, I, and I want to sit on the couch, I'm not gonna fucking. So we fell back into the do the right apartment. Um, it's just a thing, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna be a constant trend. Oh, so what's new with your apartment? We never ask about your oh, place, yeah. Shomo. Anything is there, new? Is there something new? I'm asking. No? Why no, would there be? Because we never asked you, so. You got any uh, new couches or anything? No, I just... Uh, How's your cat? Oh, my cat is great. Oh. These yeah. guys came over to my place for the first time. I've never been night. to your place yet. You could have came. Yeah, no one invited me. I figured you were working. Got him. Got him. But anyways. <laughs> Harvey, <laughs> how was your week? Uh, Pretty much the same as Steve's, I guess. I saw you went out last night. Where'd you see that? In front of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was a it was a good time, I guess. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, um, just real quick, I typed in horizontal curtain. Nothing came up. That's not good. <laughs> I got an idea. I got an idea. You get a ladder that can get you up there. Get a blanket and get uh some thumb th- something thumb thumbtacks. Thumb Yeah. <laughs> I was trying what? to say very fast. <laughs> and just uh clip it on there. I know, but you wouldn't I mean, be able to. Every what about? It. Yeah, when you have to remove it, you have to get a ladder and get back up there. Well, that's yeah, what I've been. Ladder is part of the investment. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think we should always have a yeah. ladder in the apartment. I think that's it's a bad, bad idea. I think you. Uh, I think you should just be more crafty. But how anyways, was, how was your week, Shomo? Uh, what did I do? Nothing. Just editing, going mm-hmm. to work, being a, a working man. Nice. I, I wish I had more to say, but I don't. Yeah, same here. Watched more movies than usual, so that was good. Are you doing same any here. Uh, freelance stuff? Yeah, I'm actually shooting a, a R&B video this weekend. Nice, nice. That's exciting. What kind of R&B? <laughs> Did you hear the track? Yeah, she's kind of like a Nicki Minaj R&B type singer. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was just here. But uh, yeah, same as you guys. Daniel, yeah. No, this Thanks. week has been such a long week. I haven't really like I don't know, just been yeah. working, and then if if I'm not working, it's like kind of setting up this place yeah. to be beautiful. We just got internet, so I feel like I've been lost like <laughs> internally. Like, you guys all have week. all your PCs set up. Yeah, finally. I've noticed Harvey like want like he just sit in the living room and just like start talking to us. I'm like, what is he doing, man? He usually doesn't do this. Yeah. Just like was like no internet. That's what happens. Yeah. You're forced to communicate. <laughs> you go out more. Basically. But uh, I guess we can move on to uh, what we're here for. Movies? The films, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I was uh, just thinking we'd just screw this whole movie idea and just keep talking about apartments. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, it sounds pretty miserable. I saw a nice three-bedroom on uh, apartment. For... <laughs> we'll right, attach a link price. in the description. But, uh, so, last week we played the infamous rolling of the dice. And, once again, I lost. I feel like I'm always losing... But you know what? Not true. That's not true at all. I feel like Harvey's the one that loses the most. <laughs> he loses most, the most likely. You know, actually, the whole process of the podcast—that's my favorite part. Oh yeah, that's the scene who lose. Yeah, it's fun. Aren't you glad we played this game? It doesn't. It's not even just what the game is; it's the outcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of any that's, game, really. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's exciting. I'm just happy that I get a lot of gems. I mean, I lost twice and I got two gems. It's about time for that to end. But all right. No, yeah. I mean, no, no. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. But uh, last week, Harvey gave me a uh, knife in the water, and um, I believe you saw it in theaters. And yeah. Really quick, before I uh, start talking my uh, spiel here, what uh, 
how was your presentation? How was the uh, subtitles? Because I feel like in my my uh, viewing, some of the subtitles were left out. Yeah, mine too. It's weird. Yeah, I was kind of um, pissed. Like even like sometimes when they would say no or yes or like would say a small phrase, it would be cut out. Throughout it was, the it movie, was the Criterion one from Amazon. That's yeah, the I rented I, it. That's probably the same version I watched. Um, I thought that I thought that was done intentionally. Maybe I don't think it was an error. Because some of the phrases they were repeated multiple times, and like there, there was one scene where they said a couple things. Yeah, like yeah, back and forth. I that's was like, true. Like fuck? yeah, sometimes there were like like actual dialogue that was just missing, but in other times there was like a couple of phrases, and I started to pick on what those phrases meant. But um, really quick, was learning Polish? Is it Polish? I believe. Is it uh, Polish? I believe it was Polish. Yeah, or yeah, Polish, right? Or Russian? It's not Russian. It's definitely not Russian. Yeah. I believe it was Polish. Well, Polanski, he's Polish, right? Yeah. Let's just confirm really quick. <laughs> Doesn't matter what his ethnicity or his, his heritage. Polish. Yeah, he's a <laughs> <laughs> he's a but criminal. Let's not talk about the man's past, right? All right. But uh, just, actually, Knife in the Water was his uh, feature length directorial debut. Did you guys know that? I mean, yeah, yeah we we talked about it before. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I don't, I was trying to remember your review, but uh, right off the bat. Um, this movie actually, it showcases one of, uh, Polanski's, uh, best, uh, feature as a director and his masterful pacing of the movie is incredible. Like this, uh, the film is essentially about nothing in a way, but there are some themes there that are kind of like subtle and simple yet, um, profound. For example, well, first, uh, I guess I should uh, say what the movie's about. Uh, it's about, it starts off with this couple who were taking a trip to go to the marina so they could go on like a sailing a day sailing trip and they run into a hitchhiker that they almost run over and he comes off of kind of like shady and kind of like a mysterious unknown man but they actually pick him up which is kind of strange and this strangest kind of runs throughout the entire film with the two male characters especially so they pick them up without even asking a question then they have some uh, back and forth dialogue kind of like pompous dialogue in a way and uh, once they get to the marina, the uh, husband actually asked the uh, hitchhiker to come along, which is uh, kind of weird because it was supposed to be like this, I guess, seemed like a romantic like day trip. And he's like, he's, he's just ask her, asking, like, do you want to come? Yeah. He's like, sure. And the wife, she's just numb. She doesn't give a shit. And uh, that's her character for the most part. Really quick, uh, did you know that the wife and the hitchhiker, this was their first movie? They didn't have any acting experience. No, it's crazy, right? Yeah. And uh, they did a really good job. Yeah, they did. And uh, it just shows that Polanski really knows how to work these type of uh, characters and uh, actors. But uh, I really enjoyed this movie. The style of it was very different, even compared to films of that era. And it essentially is an independent movie. It it almost reminds you of like modern day mumblecore. Yeah. Kind of like um, Joe Swanson stuff. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, it actually reminds me of that as well. Um, I thought it was really cool how it was shot. Like, it's very, like, claustrophobic, and it's yeah. all done on, like, a boat. I don't really know how big Actually, the crew uh, was. I'm looking at the behind. I, I the uh, wrote some notes shots. on the camera work as well. Yeah. What I wrote. Um, I would say that the camera work is beautiful, shot more or less like a horror film. Wouldn't you say? Like, a lot of the low angles were, and the uh, close-ups and the behind the depth of field shoulder stuff 
It's very horror esque, which mm-hmm. kind of translates into like his uh, so feature like, films. So it's like um, limited storytelling, like one location. Yeah, it's one location. Yeah. Um, takes place m- mainly on a sailboat and in a lake somewhere in Poland. How many films in the '60s were done like that? Is that, um, is that well, a common a lot, thing? Lot, because of, of budget, or is that not? Common? I mean, that that's done here. I mean, this time period as well. No, I know I, it works well here because yeah. you know it's you know. But how yeah. often was it done then? I'm curious. That's hard to tell. I'll have to go back and do some research. But um, but yeah, the film the film kind of plays along the lines of um, fidelity and trust and competitive nature of men, and I would say jealousy as well. There's a lot of that in the film, uh, a lot, ton of uh, jealousy theme. Um, the movie's called Knife in Water, and it's just a brief reference to what happens towards the climax, and it's very subtle. Strange that they wouldn't call the movie that. Won't you agree? A knife falls in the water. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, the knife is very uh, important in the film. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the knife could apply to the the younger man as well. I mean, he's like dropping into this calm, well, relatively calm, uh, like relationship with these two older people, and he kind of disrupts what they have going and makes them. Uh, he causes like waves in their relationship, mm-hmm. basically. Because their their relationship was, uh, you know, kind of shattered to begin with. In the movie, they actually start off arguing. I guess we shouldn't we shouldn't worry about spoiling this. Do you think that was his wife? Because I, I don't. Man? Yeah, that wasn't. I don't think that was his wife. You think she was cheating on him? I think. Or, uh, I think he was that? cheating on his wife with her. There's a scene in the movie where they get into a fight, and he said, "Uh, if it wasn't me, you'd, you'd be a go, whore." Yeah. So it could be like she he saved her. Yeah. But he also has a wife. But I don't recall him having a ring on. I don't know. The, but the name of the boat was also different from... Uh, it was Christine. Yeah. And then her name was uh, uh, Carissa or whatever. But um, yeah, so the thing about this movie when I was watching it is like, I'm waiting for something to happen. Like I'm waiting for that Polanski like tension building. But there isn't much tension. There's not really any reveal or any like like exposed type of uh scenarios that's going on i thought this movie could have gone in different directions when i was watching i was watching with emily i, I like try to like predict what was going to happen and i had a totally different scenario of what uh, the ending could have been you want to hear it you thought that he was gonna kill no i actually thought the hitchhiker was cheat was a was a plan with the wife oh, like they set up yeah. the the whole hitchhiking thing so they could uh kill the guy yeah. on the boat yeah. I think I may have thought about that. I'm not sure. But uh, I thought that could have been a good twist. But essentially, this movie unravels to becoming not much. Yeah. But it works. It works in a way. Yeah, I think it's... I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a... It was like examining these two generations of men mm-hmm. and like pitting them against each other and uh, each one showing them what their version of a man should be Yeah. and what it is. Um yeah it's strange though because i feel like even now like people of our age watching this release it's getting a different impression of what the movie was intentionally about yeah it sucks that's because that's my one thing that i don't like about watching um old movies it's because you you'll never feel what the people who first saw it felt yeah that too but i mean, um, no I mean more or less about like the dialogue and like not yeah. understand the actual language and like kind of like reading basically what's on screen and most some of it's cut off and uh it's hard to read the tones when you're reading them so yeah. it's a little bit different like uh from a, a lot of what the wife and husband talk about it's kind of hard to really get a good grasp on how they're delivering it to each other 
because you know with foreign films you're constantly looking at the words and it's hard to sometimes read the facial uh, direction that's, yeah that's mainly you know with foreign films in general but uh like i said i really did enjoy the movie uh my girlfriend liked it a lot too um i would definitely recommend it to somebody but i wouldn't recommend it to everyone it would have to be a very specific crowd of uh, people who like classics to begin with and who don't mind um you know like polanski's history i know a lot of people who don't like touch his movies anymore yeah. you know it's hard to separate the man from the art but it's just the way it is but i uh, i give this movie uh three and a half out of five word that's yeah. solid i think i may have given it something similar third but yeah that was our first um black and white pick wait what that was our first black and white pick wasn't it yeah i think so yeah like for the for the game, right? Yeah, for like the game. A, yeah. Like the first classic, at uh, least. I mean, I should say. Yeah, yeah that's definitely the oldest movie. Yeah. Look, at, look at Harvey bringing it. Uh, bringing so the bring heat. some class I right mean, now. That's just me not expecting to win and not being <laughs> yeah. sure what to assign him. Uh, um, yeah, I recommend it. this week. Who wants to go next? I guess Thomas. Um, yeah, let's do a circle. Right, all right, so I'll go real quick. I saw. All right, so I saw three movies, and I'm not trying to do three individual reviews. Oh, so I'm no. trying to. Trying to uh, get this out of the way real quick. Um, I saw. I'm gonna cram two of them together because they're similar in the subject matter. Not really, but kind of. They're uh, two war movies I saw with wildly different takes on war, and I'm sure you can guess what one of them is. Hacksaw Ridge. War Machine. Both, <laughs> both of those. Wow. <laughs> God damn it! I didn't think you'd guess. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge makes sense because it's recent, and I wanted to see it. Uh, Steve saw War Machine, I believe. Any of you guys catch it yet? No. I haven't seen either one yet. Okay. Oh, that was interesting. I haven't haven't finished War Machine. All right. War Machine is um, written and directed by David McCod, starring your boy Brad Pitt, Anthony Hayes, and that kid, (laughs) Will uh, Will Poulter, that I really like. I like that kid. Is that the one with the eyebrows? Yes. Yeah, I like that kid, too. What was he in? He was in... um, The Maze. The Maze, and he was in... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he he looks, looks like a young Matt from he, Matt and Kim. Yeah, he, he a little bit, like a, but goofier. He looks like one of the Venture Brothers. I don't know yeah. If you yeah. The show. <laughs> uh, so War Machine's about a rock star general bent on winning the impossible war in Afghanistan, inspired by a true story, which is like a, a real guy. I can't remember his real name, but they don't use his real name. It's So it's like satire, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's like the big short. It takes a really complex thing, like the, you know, the stock market crash and big short. And it, it tries to dumb explain. It down. Yeah, they dumb it, dumb it down with satire and voiceover. Some people hate voiceover. Kind of like men who stare at goats. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of people hate voiceovers. They think it's kind of a cop out. I happen to be a big fan of voiceover. It works when it's like it's serving like, the narrative in uh, a good way. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. I mm-hmm. quite enjoy it. Um, so this movie, not good reviews. People seem to hate in this movie. Really? Yeah, I know you said you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna jump on board with you. I don't. I like this a lot. I I don't know if it's like my cynicism towards the war in Afghanistan or something deep down inside, but um, mm-hmm. it's everyone says it has a serious tone problem, like it, it has tonal issues. But to me, it's it's pretty satire throughout the whole thing. I I'm think not, I think what what the issue is, and that's what I mentioned. I think last week about the film. What's it last week? Uh. Was that it does, and I think it's done it on purpose. And like thinking about it, I think it does it on purpose. Like it starts I off kind of so goofy too. on purpose, and then as the movie continues and he's being questioned constantly, it gets more serious and it gets kind of sad. You really empathize with I him still, at one point. It's uh, weird like, because I, yeah, you, it does get a little sad, but I, I, 
I think the subject matter is very satirical. Yeah. I think that tone remains underneath no matter what. Even exactly. when it gets sad. I don't know mm-hmm. why people are thinking. Um, I love the information it gives you. Um, it really... Because, let's be honest, this whole war and terrorism thing, it's starting to feel like a real-life satire. Like, there's yeah. no answers. There's no... Like, we're just stuck. We're stuck. And this movie makes beautiful light of that, I think. Yeah. Um, it's like you're reading a really entertaining opinion essay. Yeah. This movie. It has a, a good tone throughout when you're reading, like, something with a good tone. Yeah. Very good. I I'm glad. It. I'm glad you... I didn't know there was, like, so much negative reviews out. Uh, yeah, that's quite a bit. Um, I, I find that surprising. But to be honest with you, if you, if you like uh, if you like Big Short, I think this is just as good mm-hmm. and not even... Um, it, it the subject matter is way easier to comprehend. The big short, it's just it's so much information. Yeah, and it's fine if you're following along, but this one goes down much smoother, I think. Yeah, but it doesn't have as you know. Big short had more like ensemble, amazing performances. This one just has Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt was in Big Short too. I almost forgot. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Brad Pitt's great in this. I love it. It's 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 cart. His character is very cartoonish, but it's great. Because the thing is about like even though he is cartoonish, like I I will bet anything that are people there there are people that exist that are just like this. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, so just like they probably dr- like dramatized dramatized the, the guy. It, yeah. It's really based off of, but I'm sure there's some similarities there. But, yeah, but and, this it's funny. Yeah, and I, I laughed. I think the reason people like Big Short so much, and it, I think this one's a little bit harder to 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 really maybe get down is because with the big short, there was like this overarching narrative. Like, yeah, you have them explaining the financial crisis, but you also have these characters trying to make a lot of money from it. So yeah. you have this thing where you're, you're going with them. You want to see them succeed. And every so down characters though. Yeah. And you're, and, and I think that's why it's able to work. And that's why I think people can enjoy it a lot more than they did. Probably this because war machine is really just following one main guy. I kind of like that though. Yeah, and I, I I enjoyed it too. I really uh, I'm so I'm still kind of surprised people didn't like it as much. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I'm go, I'm going hard. I'm get, I'm going all out. I'm giving it a four. Nice. It was nice. funny. I, I chuckled. You know me. I don't chuckle at home alone, but I I chuckled. <laughs> all right. Uh, war movie number two, real quick. Hacksaw Ridge, uh, coming at us from your boy Mel Gibson, the Mel Melly Mel's. <laughs> So this is uh, starring Andrew Garfield, Sam Worthington, and a random Vince Vaughn that I didn't know was in the movie. Who's seen this? Sean, I think, right? I've seen you. Nobody else? All right. Let me tell you. It's nominated for Best Picture, and you can tell why. You know, you know Hollywood. But let me ask you this, Sean. Does this feel like it should have been nominated in 2001? Why? Because it's uh, it, it's old? Like it's shot like... No, I don't mean it physically looks old. I mean it feels old. I see what you're saying. It's a little hacky for me. Yeah. A little bit hacky. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, gonna, I'm trying not to sound too in- insensitive to like war vets and stuff. This is a, a real life story of a true hero, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's mailing it in a little bit too much. This is... This movie was sold to me as a war epic, and this movie's not very epic. It has some of the greatest war scenes I've ever seen, but the whole movie rests on that. Like, the love story, the character means shit until the uh, the war scenes come. I think that's kind of not a good sign, but the war scenes are pretty incredible, 
and I would just give the movie a good rating based on that. Um, and I understand that not every war film has to be like a satire, like War Machine. It doesn't always have to be about the horrors of war. I mean, some people like these fucking hero stories and they're patriotic and this movie does just that. Um, but if you don't know, it's about the um, first uh, conscientious objector to win a Medal of Honor. Mm-hmm. He's a Seventh-day uh, Adventist and he refuses to pick up a gun or kill anyone or hurt anyone. And pretty much it's just a story of him saving a million people on the battlefield with no, completely unarmed. Oh, wow. He, like, went to join the army to be, like, a, a medic. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a pretty corny shot. <laughs> it's pretty corny? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I lost it. I lost it, Sean. There's Wait, a scene what? where he drags somebody on a towel, and that person is riding on the towel shooting Japs. <laughs> Oh, fucking A. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm, God damn it. I can't. Why are you doing this to me, Mel Gibson? And, uh, yeah, it's religious as fuck. But that's not it's, a problem. It's, it's, it's like super, is it super heavy handed? Like it's like beating I, over the head? At first, I wasn't, I was thinking, oh, they won't beat me over the head with it. But they kind of do a little bit. Um, but it's not like a, a Christian movie. Not, you, I wouldn't, like, consider it that. I wouldn't call this a great film. I don't know. It's just my opinion. It I, just wasn't your cup of tea. It's just weird. I want to give it a probably just a three. It has some of the greatest action scenes I've seen in a war film. But I mean, since like Save a Private Ryan. Um, but to be honest with you, it's kind of kind of hacky, mailing it in. I feel like it doesn't hold a candle to like some of the amazing films that have been nominated in the last you know five years. No, of course. It just felt like a. I still need to. I need still need to check this piece out, though. Yeah, you can skip it if you want. I could have done without <laughs> the um, the everything in the first thirty minutes. Yeah, of course. Like of him in like with South Carolina or whatever it was. Yeah, I, I I honestly I could have done without everything but the war scenes. I could have done without uh, his accent as well. Yeah, his accent's kind of weird and uneven, but uh, I love that movie. I gave really? it a four and a half. Wow, loved it. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't think it was hacky. Uh, I can I could see I what you say about um you know feeling old because of the tone of dialogue and the way it's presented, kind of like a just like the for music TV, they play during the emotional. It plays like a like the Pacific. Have you ever watched that or no. or um a little bit of Band of uh, Brothers? Yeah, Band of Brothers. It's a lot like it's yeah, it's a lot like that. Yeah, but and I love those two. Uh, yeah, I series. love those two, but I love them like in their times. Like, but to see something made. With a similar feel to it, like right now, it's just. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. I, I don't think it like showed the horrors of war, and, like any. It didn't have a new take on yeah. it. Like it didn't. It's not, but it, I don't think it's about that. I think it's about a. It's a, about a, the heroin story, but yeah, even it's so, a I didn't study up the guy as oh, well. What did I? It's what very I personal. Feel? Well, actually, that's where I disagree. I I don't think. Um, the biggest problem. That's what I forgot to mention is. I didn't feel through the protagonist. I didn't feel the horrors of war through him. I didn't feel his emotions. Like I didn't feel any of that. I felt like a bystander. And I think in movies like Save It Private Ryan, you really get in the head of the characters during that horrible, horrible shit. And I feel like yeah. this uh, just felt like a, a little bit like a play or something. You know, like you're just kind of there watching a play, and you're not. I don't know. It's weird. I think I like that a lot because to me it was refreshing. 
because uh, not a lot of horror movies like this is made anymore. A lot of a lot of studios they're afraid to do it, and they're kind of hard to make. And uh, it's been what a while you? since we've seen one like this. What are you, a Christian or something? Uh, I didn't take anything. Bill Gibbs is not afraid to. <laughs> but um, yeah, eh, it's not a bad movie. But uh, yeah, there's the next film coming out of something like this is uh, Dunkirk, but that's gonna be different. Of course, very Mel much different. I'm super excited Mel Gibson. For that. Yeah, you can't compare Mel Gibson to the Nolans. But uh, Mel Gibson, I think he's one of the masters of uh, action movies. Um, yeah, I know, and it it really shined in here. But um, I think I can't say the, the rest of the film for did. me that overwhelms my problems with the movies. I do have a lot of problems with it as well. Like the pacing in the beginning is strange. The love part is corny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. But once he, once they actually... I really like that one they, once they actually get to the cliff, it just fucking balls to the wall instantly. I know. It's crazy. Like it's the funny. Way, there's no, there's no like kind of pacing there yeah. at all. That's crazy. And it just takes you for that ride until it ends. Balls to the wall has been said on <laughs> this podcast. I'm proud. Yeah. I think I think I think someone said it on uh, the last one. I think I would have noticed if someone really? said balls to the wall. I don't think wall. no one said balls to the wall. That's something that you would like that like everything I heard, I just I like that's the one thing that stuck out really it was like balls to the I think the wall. that's the, my best way to describe what happens like when they get to the cliff. Uh, all right, uh Steve, what do you got for Did us? Did you give it a star rating? Three. Three. Yeah. Um uh, I watched a couple things. Uh just I'm not gonna go over everything, but I did watch uh for the first time, we're bro- oh brother, we're out now. Somehow I missed this movie. It's the weirdest thing. I watched this uh, with my my coworkers. It was back so and weird. Like a year ago. Somehow, like we I watched missed- it at the apartment not too long ago too. Again, rewatched it. Yeah. I feel like it's because it's one of those movies that are always that's always playing, and you'll always somehow watch it. Or like I always remember watching scenes from it, but I never watched like a full run through. But I'm not so really- tell me how much you loved it. I actually enjoyed it because that movie is amazing. Yeah, I really, really did like the musical numbers, but I'm not, I'm not here to talk about that. I, I kind of really want to talk about Wonder Woman because that's like my, my main review today. All right, today. go ahead and talk so about. Because this one, it. you got to walk a thin line. A I will be seeing it later. Not All right, really. this is uh, this is because I feel like it's such Dark Knight or Wonder Woman. Obviously, Dark Knight. All right, Stop and, comparing and the two. Harvey. <laughs> uh, but the thing the thing is those two movies are completely different all right so I, I think this is what it comes down to uh this movie's like we, we decided not to watch it and then we're my cousin's telling me it's getting great reviews so i'm looking it up online and i'm like holy shit and i already decided i was gonna watch it this weekend and me and my girlfriend we go she's super excited she was like yes i can't i can't wait can't What's wait girls and wonder woman it's, it's the most a, misogynistic a, thing I've ever seen. It is, but it's, just, it's I guess because it's a female superhero lead, and they and obvi- and realistically, they don't get much of those. Like when it comes to superhero movies, uh, that's true. But, I've been fucking creaming my pants over Black Panther. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't really give a shit <laughs> about and, Venom. But I feel like this movie is. So, all right, I'm gonna just let you know right now. I was actually disappointed. I was walking into it open-minded, and I was excited because I thought, I like, wow. It. I knew it. Wow. And I think, honestly, you I hate... You can't say you knew it. That's bullshit. I, I hate no, to I, say this. I how hate, can you say you knew it that Steve's going to be disappointed? I'm not saying Steve particularly, but, like, every time that I've, like, been surprised that a blockbuster is, like, in the 90s on Rotten Tomatoes and I go into it and it just, you know. And I, I think I might have to back... It's a solid back, movie, but I mean... I think I have to back Tom up on there. Something's wrong with Rotten Tomatoes because here's the deal. I, I actually read a couple of reviews and people were a little bit... Do you hear like the negative? Like they might say one positive thing 
instantly like and then they will get like oh it's more like they'll get like oh, three out of five but that's going to push more to the positive side and people are literally just going to watch it because it's got I don't some, think that's a fault with Rotten Tomatoes I think that's a fault with the perception of what that score means I don't know it just like I just all right it, I'm, it is and my perception is just that like I'm just surprised that here, here's the, here's the deal and I don't want to sound insensitive or sound but me and my bo- both me and my girlfriend walked out of that movie. We didn't say much at first, and then she just said, "I'm really disappointed." And I'm like, "Thank you. I thought I was by myself. I really believe that I was like, That's why, like it's good to just not look the thing. at the reviews." And I'm, I'm, just, I'm sure it's gonna suck. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I, just, <laughs> I don't think it'll suck. I bet it'll be just a very this is the, very but this okay is what it is. Movie. And I'm gonna say this: it is the best thing DC with the DC extended universe is that they done because one, it's a coherent story, beginning, middle, end. They don't try to throw too much information at you. It gives you just enough so you understand who the heroes are, who the players are. It does everything right because it's hitting all the typical passable movie notes. And what I mean by passable movie, a passable movie is just, for people who don't understand what the fuck that means, it's like a movie that just does plays it extremely safe. That's how I felt about Pirates last and it, week. And, and it's just like, it just does everything. You, you can see the beats coming a mile away. And here's the thing that I, that people are praising it for is because it has a strong male character. Nothing wrong with Gal Gadot. I watched it. I was like, okay, she's okay. She's not an actress. I'm going to tell you that much. There was like, she had moments in the movie where she Whoa, was... Ex- everybody's saying she was great. She has like literally exposition in this movie where I'm like about to laugh because she's not an actress. She can't act. She, you're giving her lines that she... Like if she has one Whoa, or two lines... Who directed this film? Uh, Patty Jenkins. What I, has she done? I don't know. I couldn't tell you to be honest. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, she. This mo- I'm just so my mind's blown that people I feel like are giving this a pass because I hate to say it, but I feel like it's because you have a. It's I think one. Ooh. It's because, and this is the truth. I think it's because you have a female lead character, and Ooh. it's like, and that's the truth. I feel like people are like, oh, it's great, it's great, and I honestly feel like the blocking and the scenes were terrible, especially when you had one on one with her and Chris Pine. Mm-hmm. Chris Pine carried the movie because I think he was the one of the only solid actors on there or the only person I found enjoyable on screen. When they're both together, I enjoyed it. When they're separate, I'm like, uh, Action sequences, most important thing for a DC movie. The first 30 minutes when they're on the island, it was like slow-mo heaven. Every action, everything they did was like they're jumping over, flipping around, and it's in slow motion. They're like pulling bows back. I'm like, Oh, and then on top of that, it's just the dialogue is horrendous in that beginning yeah. scene. Once we get past that, I think we get somewhere in interesting territory where it, where where I'm enjoying the movie a little bit more and I'm having a lot more fun with it because it's not, it's not, it's just, I feel like a lot of the actors that they use in that opening scene, I feel like weren't actors. Like you, you have like awkward blocking scenes, like I mentioned, and just... I don't know. I think that that part was poorly directed. Yeah, I'm not seeing it later. <laughs> really? I don't know. I, I'm, dude, I, this is, this is you're, my... You're, this you're not going to agree with Steve 100%, I don't think. Probably I don't not. know. Didn't Patty Jenkins do Monster? Yeah. But um, the thing about... I'm, I'm not crazy about the movie. I'll see it. I can tell right off the bat, the, these type of movies, you know, they always follow these strong three-act structure where you know everything's yeah. going to happen in a certain amount of time. And they have to move it along. What? Uh, what can we like figure like what made Dark Knight so great like that because that's the best thing from the DC but like and I figured it's not it's not the action 
it's the well dark knight was uh it's, and it's not the it's not just the performances it's, either it, because it's it's shot and presented as a thriller like an action thriller not a comic book story and i think that's maybe the but it's hard to do it with these kind of characters because like, wonder woman like like just with action, i think it's i think it's all comes down to what kind of studio will let a director present a comic book movie like that and christopher nolan had a lot of uh power at the time yeah whereas uh so there's any like honestly that was the best movie anybody could have ever made because if there's a, a stylized director to do a comic book movie that would be safe it would be him yeah and it's just and and, and i think that's the reason i really want to bring up like watching this is because i, I i'm seeing like i would like at first i was like i'm like well you know i really did like the second act i think that's where like i saw potential for it get really like i was enjoying it i was having a good time but then we get to the third act where it falls apart again because of the poor acting and then it's just like it be, literally becomes a michael bay fuck fest where just fucking everything's getting blown up that's what i'm saying like that like, man, like man of steel is just like colors and explosions in your face i didn't see uh, batman versus superman but i assumed it was the same thing yeah it's just it's just just explosions in your face but i would say this out of like the pot i would say this it is better it's the best thing they since, have come up with since the dark knight rises yeah it's honestly the best thing because it's oh, coherent. Look at all this. It's not extended universe. Oh yeah, it's not extended. So, oh. so that doesn't count. It's but it, so what do we have next though? Um, is the Justice League? Justice League is yeah. next. I'm not. I'm, well, I'm not looking. What do we have next? They're, they're gonna do a standalone Aquaman. They're doing standalone Aqua, standalone Flash, standalone yeah. Cyborg. Um, Cash grab. I'm just getting to the point where it's just like I think Marvel was able to figure it out. Like they they got yeah. it. They really did somehow. I don't. I don't understand how they figured it out either. I don't know why I can watch those movies and be thoroughly entertained. Disney. You yeah. think so? Is think there so? a standard that's Probably. set? Disney's Disney's great at uh, selling and telling stories. I don't know. Yeah. Oh wow. Um. I don't know. Yeah. I. I really had a feeling that this was gonna not be. Sorry if I sound super harsh, but that was no. like built up inside. And, Fuck it. Don't let these it's, critics and it's put out ninety eight. I want to see it bullshit. because uh, it's flashy. And I heard it like has it, good like color. Like, it is lights and whatever, but uh, the trailer was brutal. I didn't like the trailer of that. But but I do like, so I'm going to say this, though. Uh, I'm going to just kind of cut it off here. But things I did like, I did like uh, oh, the dog. setting. I thought World War One was a great setting. I thought they were going to bring up some great, great questions about war, humanity. But they just skim over it because, you know, they have to... You know, kids are watching this. They're not gonna. Get, they can't get too into that. You know, they're gonna talk about PTSD yeah. because one of the characters does suffer from that. And yeah. but they skim over it. They skim over a lot of questions here, like the use of chemical warfare. I think it, it just it, comes down to like I feel like these movies just aren't uh, totally made for people like us. Yeah, and I think that's what it is. Like, if you're going to watch this for like people enjoyed the pirate movie, I'm sure. Yeah, there's people that enjoyed Suicide Squad. I've met them. Yeah, yeah no, and, I want to uh, stone cold stunner them. Yeah, <laughs> and I bet you any money. I bet you. I'll do bet do you, you guys remember? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no worries. You do you remember when the lizard guy asked if they had BET on the TV in yeah, Suicide I Squad? That. I mean, what, what the fuck is DC doing? For some reason, I rewatched that a couple of days ago. <laughs> that scene, it's bad, movie? right? God damn, what are you doing? I don't know. How do you find the time to torture yourself? <laughs> you know so, what? The problem with this extended universe is because they're all going to follow the style and look and the pacing of the way Zack Snyder set up the series, and that's the problem. With no, even 
to have different directors, it's pointless because they're all going to look and feel the same. Exactly. Just because they're all following one style of the, the first director, mm-hmm. Zack Snyder. Where, whereas with The Dark Knight, they gave... They let Christopher Nolan reign over the franchise. Yeah, it, at least with the Marvel films, when it comes to directors, they they feel different. They all have totally. Yeah, like yeah. like Guardians is so different from let's say yeah. you know a Captain America it's or anything DC, that like Matthew Vaughn. Marvel movies all feel different, you know. And that and that's the beauty of it. Like you you're gonna hire these people, let them do their thing, and I, man, it's just like. Uh, the reason I think I'm so kind of like annoyed by it is because, you know, we get movies like Get Out, which almost has a near perfect score. And we get movies like Logan, which is a superhero movie that I feel like you compare to it. And it's such a class above Wonder Woman. And I don't understand how the hell they're kept on the same spectrum. Like, yeah. why they're, why it's so high. Like, I would agree. It's like bugging me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It shouldn't. But it is. Because like, I feel like I feel like it's just feeding giving like mainstream audience like just like oh yeah just another passable movie like demand more like have expectations it's okay to say you know what it wasn't the best one movie wasn't the best but i feel like it's a step in the right direction if we just get more self-contained stories yeah, i feel like they're trying to be bit. like you said they're trying to be so safe without realizing that you can go beyond you can people the the mouth breathers still love the dark knight yeah yeah it's the mouth good. breathers will be satisfied with a good movie too yeah and it's just like and and then that's the thing i feel like people are praising this movie because of like great things and i mean yeah it's awesome like by all means we we need more diversity especially with lead characters i don't but, i don't like that she was of a she was like a white girl i would prefer she was a more marginalized Mar- <laughs> middle eastern marginalized yeah i don't consider uh people from israel middle east she's olive olive i don't man they're they're at war right we got two sides it's getting know, really man. political out of nowhere right, let's let's end this one room uh, yeah I don't, I, so i'm gonna see it we have to move along a little quicker now well, yeah 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 40 I'm, minutes in yeah oh we really yeah Damn. so we might have to brush over some reviews yeah so that's all i need to talk about honestly um uh, harvey yeah, it's like we go. reviewed one woman <laughs> you didn't give it a uh change the title star rating star rating uh Honestly, uh, three. I, honestly, no. I did actually in, enjoy the movie. I, the second act, I really have was like, wow, this is getting interesting, and it just falls apart. I would say two and a half. Whoa, Steve's a fucking bandit. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> all right, Harvey. What do you got? Um, so I watched this movie. I only watched one movie. Um, Good. we haven't had internet or anything for a, up Couple until days. Uh, up in, yeah, there are like DVDs. the entire week. So uh, yeah, I watched uh, American Honey. What? No, I didn't fucking oh, watch it. Oh, oh, God. God. Fuck You're lying. <laughs> Dude, oh, his, God. his face lit up like, like a fucking little hamster. I, was, I feel bad inside. No. I, was look, I was looking down, and, and I was like, oh, oh, we have to extend the episode now. No. We're going to do a three-hour episode. Don't fucking do that to me, Harvey. All right. Uh, I did watch mean? something a little bit uncharacteristic of me. I watched Finding Dory. <laughs> what? you never seen it? <laughs> no. Dude, Tabby watched it last night. It's really? so weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched half of it last night. So oh, yeah? I'll jump on with you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to give a full review to Finding Door, but... Th- there's was, some There's some greatness in this movie. Yeah, it's a funny movie. It's... um. I don't... I don't think it was as good as Finding Nemo, but no. it was very enjoyable. It was funny. I actually laughed out loud a few times. Gerald? What? The fucking the, the seal, seal? Yeah. Dude, that shit kills yeah. me. Yeah. That shit kills. He's like the me. ugliest little fucking seal. I feel like they're making fun of a retarded person. Yeah, he's like a autistic fucking. You mean seal the whale? Or 
No, the seal on the rock. Seal. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, come on, Gerald. Come on up. <laughs> and then he drops the bucket. And it then just they elbow <laughs> plays the other guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. It's yeah. pretty fucked up. But, uh, yeah, it was a really fun movie. It was uh, very I saw lighthearted. It. saw it in theaters. It's worth it. Yeah. Same. I enjoyed it. i never seen it. I, I gave like it, it a uh, three and a half out of five. Three and a half. Some uh, yeah. scenes almost got me a little teary-eyed, you know? Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres I, is I pulling, a pulling my fucking heartstrings. Yeah. That's your girl. Hey, um... So, before we move on, can I just give a recommendation, not a full review? Sure. Sure. All right. This is on Netflix right now, and it's 81 minutes. That's like, we're all busy people, right? You can't go wrong with 81 minutes. It's called King Jack. Um, It's written and directed by Felix Thompson, and it's about uh, Jack, who grows up in a rural town. He's forced to look after his uh, younger 12-year-old cousin. They get into some trouble, and there's a lot of bullying and stuff. Beautiful movie, absolutely. Can I see the cover? Beautiful, art? yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have it open, but um, I think if you're like, you know, sometimes you want to watch a movie before bed, but you can't watch two and a half hour movie because you have to go to work and you kind of just want something short. Save this for whenever that night comes, because <laughs> I mean, when that happens, it's usually a B movie horror that I put on. So yeah, I know. Yes, can, yeah. Same. Um, I don't even watch B horror. This is King Jack. It's, it's, I love it. Great, great score. Great, uh, like all filmed with like natural light and stuff. Like that's like, that a actually sounds track. familiar now. now that I, I think it's like a 2016, it. it says 2015, but I think it's technically a 2016. I think I might've read like an article about it in bullying or something. Yeah. I love this movie and I don't like, like sappy, like bullying movies, you know, like this is, this is more of a character study about troubled youth mm-hmm. and, uh, I relate to it a lot. I wasn't quite as, you know, fucked up as this kid or had the same you know dark life as him but um there's some similarities of being like a 14 year old boy that that you really um pulls at your heartstrings yeah i really really like this movie I'd, you look like him too no probably i'd give it a four possibly eh, the, the four. kid in the back looks like jesse yeah like a chubby 12 year old jesse <laughs> no that little kid's great that little kid in the back is awesome you got you guys should check this out yeah i'll uh, check it four out four stars um, nice. four stars wow it's great I'm not gonna give any. I'm gonna skip my reviews for this week. I'll talk about some stuff next week, but uh, I'll just give you some names. Word. I watch a cure for wellness. Um, cool. Also watched. Hmm. Um, watched a lifetime movie called The Watchers. Also watched. Uh, Are you gonna give star ratings for these? Okay, or? I wasn't gonna do it, but I'll do it because I was gonna get uh, into it next. Otherwise, week. it's pointless, right? Uh, cure for wellness. I gave it a three out of five. The All Watcher. Right. I gave it a. What did I give it? I gave it two and a half. Also watched um, Lego Batman. Nice. I give that a three and a half out of five. I also watched um, Two Lovers and a Beer. I'll give that three and a half. Um, <laughs> fuck did I watch? It's not even taking an order. Like it's just like, what else you got? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Addition amount. I think that's it. I think that's it, guys. Okay. Anything else anyone watched? That's all I watched. Names. Uh, I watched Win It All. It's on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. If you like like Mumblecore, kind of like what, what is his name? Joe. I really want to see that goddamn movie Joe so Swanson. bad. Joe uh, Swanson. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just like I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna talk about. It, but yeah, I watched Win It All, and then I watched I rewatched Pirates, the first one. For some yeah. after after our review, I just kind of put it on just to see. I thought about what I, doing that. Just because I was just like, what happened? Like, I was it's from here to there. Like, what the fuck happened? Uh, I don't know. I still enjoyed it. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. 
Uh, and what else? I think I watched. Yeah, I think that's every. Uh, I don't remember the other thing I watched. Yeah, that's it. Well, God, remember. Bless. God bless you. All right, guys. I guess we can move on. If you guys want to move on to the lovers. I missed you, Lucy. I wanted to see you. Is that okay? Can't tell you the amount of times that I've sat here and just imagined you sitting right there. To us. To us. I'll tell my wife it's over. So the lovers, uh, I guess I'll read the Wikipedia synapses this time since we usually always do IMDb. And the lovers is a film directed by Azel, uh, Azazel Jacobs. And it is about a married couple looking to get divorced and then finds himself unexpectedly falling in love once again. Yeah. But there's a big chunk of this movie that's not in the synopsis yeah, here. And it is in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, whereas uh, the couple, they're actually unfaithful for, to each other. And they, the large, a large portion of the movie surrounds the uh, lovers as well, mm-hmm. dealing with this uh, you know, infidelity. Yeah. This is... Um, Who wants to go first? Shomo? All right, let me just... I actually don't have a ton for this movie, um, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, tell I, us. I think this movie is um, hyper-simplism. Simplest. Uh, that's not even a word. Simplistic? Yes. Hyper-simplistic, uh, and it kind of rests on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's really no way you could, like, spoil this movie, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, talking about it, it's it's really more of you know, a study of human interaction. And... Um, Right off the bat, it's a little hard to critique because of that. Um, I'm really interested to see what you guys have to say about it, like as far as what you have to say about it. Um, but it's it's a very good movie, I thought. And um, the reason being, it starts very slow. It starts to feel like uh, it's like this weird um, feuder-esque kind of score a little bit. Which guys... I love the whimsical. Uh, I would say like yeah. whimsical, like very just throughout yeah. the movie, really carries that. Yeah, yeah it almost feels like a play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should, um, I, one thing that I really believe about this movie is it's the same thing I feel about like films like Sideways is that this movie isn't made for a broad generation. I think it's made for a couple specific ones, and I don't think that it's made for ours. In my opinion, I I don't think it is. However. I don't. I don't know if this like. I think says this. Anything I think this movie me. was specifically marketing uh, a type of audience. Yeah, like Probably. our parents or something. More or less, yeah. I think that's Perhaps. where they're trying to get their money from. But um, like you said, I feel the same. Uh, I think it is uh, simple and sweet. Overall, I did really like it a lot. Actually, um, there's things that there are some stuff in the movie that resonates to me till this day. Mm-hmm. Like uh, some of their dialogue um, with each uh, other and with their lovers. Hundred percent agree. Like for example, when towards the end, uh, the wife is in the car and she's saying she's talking to himself after finding out this tragedy, and she says to herself, uh, "We're not bad people; we just do bad things to each other." And yes. so there's still a lot um, of stuff in, like that in the film that uh, comes out of their mouths that's kind of surprising based on who they are in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh, if you've ever been in love at all, you're gonna take something away from this film. Yeah. It so basically it kind of works like this: it's a slow movie, and uh, there's no like climax twist. Uh, you know, reveal, build up. It's it's, it's more. It's pretty straightforward. It's a roll, It's a snowball. It's yeah. like it rolls a snowball mm-hmm. of human relationships. And it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling until it affects yeah. somebody. 
And uh, so basically, they're just kind of the whole movie. They're just talking about their uh, their son coming to visit, and they're it builds up to that basically. Yeah, it builds up to their son coming. They're trying to keep things you know normal, even keel because you know they don't want to be a dysfunctional family when he comes and stuff like that. And there's uh, there's other lovers involved, but I think um, this movie is just really just like eh, eh, cute little movie. And then when when it gets you, it gets you. Like when you start to relate to it towards the end and the human interactions, I think it really that's resonates. Of, yeah, that's one of the things that I like most about this movie. Like you mentioned the whimsical uh, score and the overall tone of the movie is pretty lighthearted and it kind of like belies like the seriousness of uh, what's mm-hmm. happening between yeah. these two characters. Yeah. And I like that although it's really light and uh, cute at times, it still made me feel something mm-hmm. towards the end of the movie, which was not a good feeling. So somehow it was able to tiptoe that balance of... Uh, being very whimsical and lighthearted, yeah. yet still and you know, resonating, comedic. Yeah, I I uh I feel the same about Harvey as well. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in the movie that you that everyone could take away. As, I feel like differently. For me, it's mo- it's mainly about the concept of letting go and the and the idea of people that tr- people truly never change, and that's what I got most from the film. Um, that, it, it, so like yeah, it, it kind of brushes on letting go. Um, and it's that, you know, age old, you know, trend of, uh, you know, letting go is hard to do, but it does it in a more realistic way. It's not like a, this is one of the more unique and yeah, one of the most like unique approaches to like a story like this that I've ever seen. Yeah. Cause most stories like this are like, uh, I don't want to let you go because I love you. It actually shows what, what might really happen because, yeah. cause when two people fall apart, it doesn't happen like the notebook. Yeah. You know? It happens. It's not, it it's can not even happen dramatic like that way. You know? Sometimes relationships die, but the love doesn't. Mm-hmm. And th- I think this is what the movie is. The love doesn't necessarily die, but I don't know. Um, I think the love is there's like. Been a, there's been a recent trend um, in independent cinema recently with uh, these type of uh, themes. I watched. I went to IFC uh, like a month ago or so ago, and I saw this film called The Space Between. And it's kind of similar, but it's meant for a more younger, late 20s couple. Whereas this is like more of a middle-aged, middle-class couple. And mm-hmm. it's just a brief dip into their life and their struggle to like hold on to each other. And the tragedy of being like unfaithful and come to that like, you know, profound impact in your life. What do you do now? And how do you let go, really? But um, I feel like I could watch this on stage. Yeah, yeah see this can way. definitely be a play easily without. And any isn't effort. Tracy Letts like uh, so? The actor, the, what, who the actors? What, Tracy, Tracy Letts, Letts and Deborah Winger. De- yeah, Deborah Winger, um, who still looks great. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. She looks like. I mean, she looks great, but she looks old. Yeah, I don't know if you guys <laughs> ever seen Terms of Endearment, but I love that Alien movie. Gillian. Yeah, Terms of Endearment is like one of my all-time favorites. Um, this is a good movie. Uh, and it and it's funny because I feel like we're all kind of uh, burning out on things to say because we're so used to talking about these extravagant blockbusters. It's, it's easier to talk about. It's easier to talk about a bad movie and have so much to say because of like I feel like it, it has to get out. Like I was like, this is what they did wrong. But when it comes to a good movie, it's kind of easy to kind of fall fall you know always fall in the same area. Like he's like, this is why we liked it. Yeah. And I feel like with this movie, since they even had just a simpler story. Because there's no real like climax. 
There's nothing build. It's not build really building it up to anything else. It's just yeah, it's just what I said. Yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly what you said, and it's I think that's why we don't have much to say on on this end because it's just straightforward. Great, yeah, great performances. Great performances. The uh, score thing is my favorite part. Like throughout the film, like that's one thing I did like. It's like uh, you know, it's almost like um, it really. Stays it almost with me. feels like like a it has like this is a weird comparison, but it has like elements of like La La Land a little bit. He used to be there. There's he used a movie, to be a musician, and like it almost seems like you know afterwards. Yeah. there's a movie that I saw uh, with my girlfriend not too long ago, and it's almost identical in style and cinematography. It's called Wiener Dog. Oh, and, uh, I've heard all about this. Tracy Fuck. Letts is in this movie as well, and he pretty much plays almost the same character. I heard all about and, this. And uh, this Dog. movie is Wiener Dog was amazing. I thought, um, but it's very similar in style. Mm-hmm. You guys should check that out as well if you're into this film. I might. And it's uh, about a wiener dog. Yeah. I would I would say I would say there's one part uh it's not even like a knock against the movie, but was it just me? I just found the sun, uh because the sun finally comes and not much as uh, it's not really a spoiler, but he's just annoying to me. He's well, just like You know it's a, funny, like, I actually have a theory about this. And yeah, it, I mean I don't know. He, he no, no, it's just and that and that's it really. I just find him like in his approach, the way he does things and I'm like is it a generational thing? Because when I was growing up, and if I was to go visit my mom and fucking say half the shit, like he being a little smart ass and saying shit, I would have got knocked the fuck out. Well, you know, it's just you're like, white. It's just like you're I think it's also older. different. I think the injection of the son character into the film says a lot yeah. about the two, ca- the husband and wife, yeah. and how they were. I, they raised I, them I, I feel like I relate a lot to this. I, I say it, it has a lot to do with their tension growing up and like what led them to being unfaithful mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, yeah. So that was a good choice. I yeah, think. I, I think his son. Um, and also I think uh, there, there's a kind of a part in the movie where the son, um, lets his you know his new college girlfriend or whatever um, know that like if I ever do anything like them, punch me. Yeah, like I don't want to be like that. That's and one I of the that, things that I. I don't know. I thought that was that was one of the things that resonated with me. I think I think that resonated, it resonated with, me, with as well. me. However, I think the tables turned. I think I think um, like his little like outbursts and stuff um, kind of gave like a glimpse into like what kind of guy he might be. And I think I feel like something there was on purpose. I'm not sure what. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the it's like the irony in him not wanting to be like them, but, but he's be, but he's technically he being worse, be worse than that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, Harvey, you actually make a great point. That makes makes actually solidifies his character, or makes a little bit more sense to me. Because that that scene when he's on the train, I actually did resonate with that as well. Where it's just like I think, as like most people growing up, we try our hardest. Like we look at the negative in our parents, and we like we don't want to be that. When you're very, we kind of fight it, you know. When you're very young, you're optimistic and idealistic, but I don't know he. Yeah, he's he's clearly yeah. naive. Yeah, he places yeah. like a lot of blame on his parents, but they've lived like full fucking lives, so it's been a, it's been a lot of time to fuck up and I, and it's weird to me. I think at his yeah. age, like I feel like I could have felt like him when I was like fourteen. But like him him acting like that now seems very immature. I feel like at his age, you should understand that that humans you know grow apart and stuff like that. It's weird. Um, but maybe he's just one of those overly sentimental, emotional, selfish guys. And I think that's his yeah. character flaws. And his uh, girlfriend, if she uh, she stays with him, yeah. she might be Take in for care. a ride. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I don't know. That's I think that's it's not really a knock against the movie. I just 
I just wanted to get you guys' take on his character. Because, oh, I mean, like, his he character was, is because like, yeah, it's, he, it, it I, threw a, not necessarily a wrench, but it just kind of came out of nowhere because you see this earlier scene and you see him kind of funny. You're like, okay, maybe this might actually interesting dynamic. And then right when he's at the front of the door and he just like the first remark he says, I'm just like, really? Like, yeah, yeah. Like in front of he's your girlfriend, a, in front of your parents? Like, yeah, realistically, like, this is like a, there's like six people. Wait, in what this does movie. he say? I can't remember. It said his mom. She, his, he she, she for, yeah, she forgot that if he was a vegetarian or not, oh, or yeah. if he doesn't. Know. And then she got. She's like, "Oh, I got both." So you know, she went her way to get both. And then he makes a psychologist. Yeah, he's just like, a little told, dickhead, a little white kid. Yeah, you know? I'm just like, that's what we do. Who's that? Fuck you, mom. Someone can say that. No, like, I'm not. I was, I was, not I was, I just, we can't say that. That's what. That's what bothered me. That was nah, like, nah, it was like so that. weird because you get this first introduction. You're like, oh, you might be funny. You might be interesting dynamic, and then you kind of get in that next scene, and you're like, like, whoa, dude relax <laughs> and maybe and then that's even brought up with his girlfriend she even tells him like what's going on so and um so it, it turns into like a whimsical comedic quirky it, it starts as a whimsical quirky little like love circle thing kind of square. story square whatever it is shape um and then when the the meat of the situation starts to happen it goes into a, a different mode between them and i think it's satirical and i think what it, it, it's doing is making fun of um the situation they take something really dramatic and mm-hmm. they're just like it, it kind of what it does is go it just shrugs its yeah. shoulders this is one of the things that i've been uh thinking about because i think this definitely works as like a double character study but it also these characters can also be anybody when you think about it mm-hmm. it can just be two people in love and i think uh the way they move in their relationships and the way they treat each other is yeah. It's not kind of in, specific to yeah, one character. It's yeah. not a character study like that. And what really made me fucking get depressed is uh, the, like their new relationships that they're moving into. Like these relationships that they that they've formed outside of their marriage. These relationships are already fucking failing. So like, mm-hmm. what are they moving in? Like moving into? Yeah, it's kind of just showing that. Um, the dissatisfaction no matter yeah. what you yeah. do. So I like, think I think that really comes down to uh their lovers being more desperate than they are. And uh they're very uh they, I, f- I feel like the the two lovers are very similar, like the Aiden Gillian, Gillian's character and the mm-hmm. other uh, girl. I mm-hmm. feel like they're more similar and they're they're uh the study of them could come down to them being just like I said desperate. I want to see that movie actually. Like, from uh, their perspective yeah. yeah that'd be kind of cool yeah. I don't know I was I, I, I think the one thing I drew the most and I, we all touched upon it was just it, it was able to take such a serious topic something something really serious and it could have been a very dry boring drama just everyone left the theater depressed but yeah, it was able to make I, it very whimsical lighthearted, and yeah. funny at times and, and when it went from whimsical to like what I said like satire it felt like I really enjoyed that turn mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it's like weird um you know, third-person commentary of uh, divorce, love, you know, family, shit like that. There's some there's some decisions that's made uh, with the two main characters, um, the husband and wife, that uh, they're confusing to me. But uh, as the movie plays along, you kind of understand who they are and why they would make those decisions. Like, for example, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a scene where one of the lovers meet the uh, husband. Yeah, and uh, his choice of how he, the husband, uh, takes that information, how he moves with it, strange to me. 
like uh, anyone would blow up, right? I think but, that was what I was going to. I think yeah. his reaction to that was part of the satire. I don't think it's more satire. I think it's more of his... Uh, I think that's a real portrayal of somebody. Well, I don't okay. think it's a satire. Yeah, it's satire it's a sat- in the world of film. But if you notice, like, real life is kind of like a satire. Yeah. So, like, stuff like, when stuff like that happens... Um, it doesn't turn into a, a big uh, big deal. Sometimes yeah. people fight these internal battles and just don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, considering yeah. what he's done in his life, I think and that's what, he's what done he was doing to yeah. their relationship and to her. It would be unrealistic for him to react and yeah, any other he felt way. like I think I think it comes down to character. him being confused, and I think he, he yeah, was, when, once he found confused. out that information, I think his character was leaning in one direction into basically trying to save his marriage. And kind of like uh, which is, not bringing up the topic at all, ever. Which is amazingly realistic. People don't fucking fight sometimes. Sometimes they recoil, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I like that, actually. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, I don't think there's... This movie's kind of... It's not very... Uh, there's not a lot of set pieces and a lot of... Uh, no, it's... So there's not much to talk about in that regard. Because they, they're really only uh, shooting in like bedrooms, living rooms, and office. Yeah, and some outside and park cars, lot scenes, yeah. cars. Yeah, but uh, if you guys don't have anything to say, I think we should drop a score. Drop a score. Ooh, drop who goes score. first? Uh, Shomo, you started. So all right, I'm setting the stage here. You guys ready? Go for it. It, it for a minute, it, it it almost looked like it was gonna be a snooze fest, almost, and then it got me, and uh, I loved it. Going four, nice. I I I don't know. It's I can't. I'm just such a fucking sucker, sentimental sucker guy for for anything that studies uh, human emotions, relationships. Just not right. even like just relationships, but like emotions. Mm-hmm. And that's like any movie that interjects. That maybe that's why I don't like fucking blockbusters because they're completely, you know, yeah, absent of of that. Um, but I don't know. It's one of my favorite things about watching films. So every film that does that to me, I usually rate it pretty highly. Just you know, it's a trend. Did you, did you like Titanic? Um, I don't know. Titanic is just not fair to even talk about. I'm just saying it's a blockbuster that deals with emotions and love. And not romance. quite like no, but it doesn't deal with love in this kind of way. It deals with love the Hollywood way. It deals with lost love. A little bit, but it doesn't deal with like this movie. It doesn't deal with how a real person feels, and like that wasn't like, a serious question. So, <laughs> but like for instance, like her, you know, her with you know, yeah, uh, Phoenix. Um, so you're going four. Yeah, because of if you really are aware of of who you are, then you understand like you, know, you relate to these characters. Right. If you're if you're completely oblivious and in denial of emotion then maybe you won't like this movie but mm-hmm. if you're if you're woke if you're mm-hmm. woke if you're woke mm-hmm. um you'd like this i think but i don't know okay indubitably. steve uh this definitely this movie is definitely what i what i what i want because i didn't i didn't watch the trailer until like this week trying to cleanse then, that palate yeah basically what i needed and uh i wouldn't i, I wouldn't give it a i don't know i i I don't think it's like five out of five for me, but it definitely is high. It's going to be four out of five, definitely. Oh, yeah. We out here. Yeah. It's definitely, 
it's there's nothing negative I can inherently say about the movie, and I did enjoy it throughout. And I can and I can honestly the beauty is watch in its it. simplicity. Yeah, so I, you can't even say it's too simple. Yeah, you know, uh, and and I, I found I could find myself watching this movie like years to come. Like I can kind of just like I could put this on one day. I'm like, oh shit, it's on Here, Netflix. Here's here's how I'm and actually I can watch, sit real, down and watch it. Sidetrack just a little bit. Here's how I know it's a good movie. Uh, we went to the Nighthawk to see it. My first time in Nighthawk, guys. Oh, really? How do you like it? Get uh, a beer? I don't like it. Because I'm fat. Oh. oh. It, and if it's a full theater, you're definitely going to be on top of people. If you're me. And my muscles and back well, were uh, tensed that, up that, the whole every time. Every theater in Nighthawk's different, though. Okay, well, if they have bigger ones, that's fine. But um, that particular theater was was uh, made me feel like I had scoliosis. And that affects my mood. And it makes me like not comfortable, not enjoying myself. But the movie overrode that, so it's good shit, right? I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, if that was like a blockbuster and I was that uncomfortable, I would have gave it a, a negative two stars. <laughs> Don't care how great it was. <laughs> it could have been a decent movie, but fuck my back. All right, so Steve, you're a four. Let's see. All right, I want to hear Harvey. Um. So yeah, this is very different from. The movies we've we've been watching, um, we've been watching very genre specific movies, which can get very boring. This movie definitely isn't. It's a nice little break. Yeah, you know, it's not very. It's not restricted by its genre. It's a very funny, quirky movie, but it still has very deep and complex uh, subject matter. Yeah, and I really enjoyed how honest and um, compelling that content was. I would give it a four as well. Ooh, I was expecting at least two of us giving it less than four. Uh, the thing is, uh, I thought we were going to be more polarized in this review. <laughs> but, uh, Dude, it, uh, me I too. I agree with everything everybody says. Uh, pretty much what uh, what we, we, we thought we were, I think we all think the same. That uh, it started very low and it ended high. Um, I'm actually going to give it a four and a half, close to a five. Ooh. I want to rewatch it again. Um, yeah, I'd like to rewatch this. With my this girlfriend. is yeah, this is she definitely a rewatch it. material. Yeah, like yeah. It, it'd be cool if this came to Netflix in or a couple like, months. It will get a nice 4K, 4K Ultra HD edition. Have we given anything, uh, any main reviews, four and a half yet? No, I feel like the most was. I yeah, feel like somebody here gave Logan like five. Probably. I gave him? I gave Logan a five. Oh what? okay. Yeah. I think I might have given it a four and a half. I think I gave it a four. And then I gave Get Out a. I give that a four. I'll just keep talking about this movie. Huh? Dude, that fucking scene where she has like her, where she finds out and she calls him over the phone and he's not like arguing or anything. He's just saying, okay, okay, like the entire time. Because he knew he was in trouble. Like he knew he fucked up. <laughs> no, I love that fucking movie. Yeah. So good movie. The Lovers. Check it out. Probably. Um, and I know like. We went with this indie film, but let's be honest. I think if people are listening in other places, they they're probably gonna have a hard time uh, finding this. this one. Yeah. Um. But just if you can't find it near you, just know that it'll probably be streaming soon, and just keep uh keep that in mind. And we'll uh yeah definitely recommend it. Uh, it's good good little simple you know romantic comedy drama. Check it out. All right, let's uh, let's talk next week. What do we got? Are we doing? Or are we doing what I think we're doing? 
Well, we uh, there's a couple big releases. There's the Mummy. No, thank you. There's it comes at night. Can we talk? Yes, uh, the Mummy though. Can we talk about um, who the fuck's this movie for? Well, hold on, let me mu- finish my list. Okay. And uh, my cousin Rachel. There's Ooh. a. I I I would say no one's gonna see the Mummy. No, no I don't. I rather either. I want to see my cousin Rachel. Or I want to do. It comes at night. I want to see it comes I'm, at night. I'm but I'm, my... I'm gonna see. Uh, my cousin Rachel as well, but I also think uh, my cousin Rachel is going to be a hard movie to see. They're playing at Angelica, are they? Because I yeah. mean, who okay. is asking for a, a sequel to My Cousin Vinny? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> the fuck up. Great, great movie, by the way. I mean, I would really like to see a sequel to My Cousin Vinny. I fucking hate all you guys right now. <laughs> I love that movie. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's good shit. Um, I want to do a double feature. I'm I'm definitely on. It comes at night. It looks like it's more up my my sleeve. You guys pick. I'm pretty torn to be honest. I'm gonna see them both probably. But. I'm gonna yeah. I kind of want to try to see them both, but it comes at night is gonna be my number one pick. Same so uh, like Looks incredible. Yeah, it comes at night is going to be that good medium for you guys listening yeah. between blockbuster and indie film. Um. I think uh, it's going to be like on the level of Get Out. Oh, I'm not saying it's going to be that good. I don't know anything about it. But I'm saying is like Get Out was like a out of nowhere little thriller. Um, this probably will be that same. I'm going to have to go alone to this picture. Are you scared? That's because my girlfriend doesn't like scary movies. I don't think it's that kind of yeah, scary movie though. Yeah, I mean, she yeah, she just it looks looking at the trailer. You can just just. I don't feel think like, it's going to be jump scare yeah. heavy. No, it's not. Um, it's not a jump chase. I, for, I like. I asked her or begged her to go see The Witch with me. I was like, please. It uh, wasn't too it's going to be along those lines. Um, the Witch and uh, what you call it. I just had it in my head. I can't remember. It's the director? Uh, it's something Schultz. Uh, okay, let's. I'd say we're we're going with that. It's a. Is it limited or is it? Is no, I think it's actually a wide release. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it comes at night. That'll be next week. And some of us is probably going to watch my cousin Rachel. Yeah, I think I think comes and should be a good one, good yeah. one to talk about, even if it's bad. So, uh, what do we do now? The topic or the game? The topic, g- right? We do the topic. Okay. The game yeah, at the end. So, who? Uh, which bastard is going to direct your guys' uh, biopic? So, yeah, so I, I have to jump in first. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I was thinking about this, and I realized that I can't pick a director because I just picture my movie being a lifetime TV special. <laughs> when miniseries, <laughs> who, who directs those? I don't. I don't. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I just get anyone. Like, lifetime, get on this. Just, just grab any lifestyle. Josh. Be, lifestyle. Uh, they've been doing some good shit lately. Oh, really? Uh, the, the watcher. I don't have cable, so I, like I don't know. But I'm just picture like those really cheesy like coming of age like high school problem movies because that's honestly if we're doing it up to like our point in time now that's what my life is mom you don't get me fucking slams door (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but there's a certain style to that you know Um, and it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be like a tv movie it's gonna be (laughs) uh, well i'm not so this topic isn't who in reality would direct your biopic probably because you would never have one Hey, we don't know that yet. But it's who you would want. Yeah. Like, say you were famous and someone in Hollywood studio was like, hey, uh, we're going to make a biopic, but, uh, and we'll let you pick the director. You know, kind of that that situation. I'm just telling him to pick Scorsese because I feel like anything Scorsese would sell. What the fuck (laughs) went on in your life that Scorsese (laughs) would put his touch on? I feel like Scorsese. How many times have you been stabbed? (laughs) 
You walking down <laughs> Walking down PSL Boulevard To a Rolling Stone song <laughs> Very obscure oh, Ports and Lucy Florida reference I just don't know I just don't uh, I don't know Where you're getting at With that pick Sounds I don't like know a, <laughs> I'm just like I want to hear A little bit more though Say something else it was either it was either Lifetime cheesy Lifetime movie, and honestly, I don't know who the hell they pulled to direct like, those. Lifetime cheesy movies are shot like like PD, PD, PSA movies. Like <laughs> you heard, Jimmy got a pot, <laughs> a pot, <laughs> a joint, <laughs> like those type of shit. You got a weed. <laughs> that is my. That's what I want. Everyone wearing Converse as a G shorts, yeah. <laughs> G shorts and cargo shorts. <laughs> So that's oh your pick, lifetime director. Lifetime, yeah, any lifetime get on. But just is that pick. how you see your life? No, dreary and drag. No, but I was just—I just thought that was super funny. I'm like, realistically, I feel like that's the way most people's lives are. Mm. Like Interesting. Average, average person. Okay, so Harvey, who do you got? Uh, <laughs> this didn't take much. Very, this didn't take a lot of thought to be honest. Um, Same here, actually, because I've always had one. Really. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. No, this is new not, to me. I yeah, it's not something this. I've ever thought of. But um, of course, Sean's fucking conceited ass thought about yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, here is the acceptance speech <laughs> written out. One day, considering <laughs> I already planned how I'm gonna die and how he's gonna shoot it. What? <laughs> you write the script for your life yeah. and hand it off before you die. Here, make this. It happened just like this. Sorry, Harvey. Go ahead. Um, it'll be Jeff Nichols. Yeah. Oh, pick no, that was my number two. Oh yeah, yeah. Why? Because um, <laughs> that's not my pick. Let him explain it. Just considering where I grew up and how I grew up, thing. I feel like Arkansas. No, it's the South though, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like Jeff Nichols has a great touch, a yeah, great Southern touch. And anybody um, see his uh, the love? love? Yeah, yeah, I saw it, and it, it was good. Uh, it was really good. That's really? why you got that's, brutal th- reviews. That's why, um, did it? Yeah. No, I enjoyed it. That's honestly why I picked him, mostly. Yeah. yeah. So, he, like, yeah, all right. He has a great understanding of the South and um, the people in it. Um, and he has and not only, like, the people, like, generally. Like, he's he's really good at, like, characters, like, individually, too. Yeah. He... He's a master of set and tone. Yeah, yeah I, I um, said he has like this southern tone that he just brings in the movies. It's it's weird to pin, like pinpoint, but even when a character is not on the screen, it just feels slow and God, ignorant. I'm and I love it. <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you're saying. Shotgun stories is full yeah, of ignorance. Yeah. Like you just all these characters are ignorant. Yeah. Um, this is my number two pick. Yeah. Because watching Mud and watching those two boys get into all that trouble is like my whole life. Like they're so like a John boat. So you found so you like, found a convict on the fucking No, but we've we've <laughs> like taken like bike rides places and have met weird characters at homeless guys at gas stations and shit and like we used to we we found a John boat, took it home, patched all the holes and took it down the river. Like Shit, all like that, you know. Growing up, it, it all felt like that. That was a good pick, though. So, I like that. Okay, that's Jeff a good pick. Nichols. I can see it. Uh, is a is a white guy gonna play you? A white guy? Yeah, uh, but he doesn't. He know. did a movie with with a, a black actress. Yeah, but Harvey's old man. Well, he can do it with that's a true. black man. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. I think a, like a young, half black, half Latino. So wait, you didn't talk about like specifically <laughs> why? Just <laughs> like a Guyanese guy. Why, I like what you just said, like Latino. <laughs> <laughs> specifically, what about your life fits in his his style of filmmaking? Well, if you've seen Loving, he has like this understanding of. Uh, I don't know if he has the understanding of black culture, but. Um, I just feel like he'd be a great person to portray. I feel like he's the he's the one guy that could probably pull it off. Because I could have gone possibly. With, I could have gone with Spike Lee, I guess, yeah. but <laughs> I don't think I want Spike Lee directing my Bible. I don't think I don't think Spike Lee fits your. I thought you were gonna pick uh, RZA. RZA, <laughs> fuck no. I don't like, that is happens. there any like conflict in your? He'll life? give me. He'll give me like an iron dick or some shit. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm a uh, <laughs> iron dick. Um, I feel like I'm interrogating Harvey, but uh, specifically, is there any conflict in your life? Conflict? I are mean, you, are you trying to dig deep and find some shit out over the podcast? No, no, no. I'm just like curious. I mean, I like. Did you grow up feeling like different? You yeah, I like grew up feeling could, different. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. You I feel like Jeff Nichols could. Show I didn't. That. Yeah, I didn't uh, relate to the people I grew up with in my neighborhood and uh, yeah. North Thirteenth Street. So I mean, <laughs> nobody knows where that is. I guess people down it's, home, back home, know where it is. It's the fucking projects. Um. But, yeah, I feel like uh, he could do a great like, almost like uh, Moonlight a little bit. You know, yeah. he's not fitting in. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought about a. Uh, What's Did he? No. For some reason, I just had a weird thought that Jeff Nichols was involved in Moonlight for no reason, and I realized it was Brad Pitt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He produced it. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, he just dished out some money. Because I just remembered. Yeah. He but, produced uh, uh, 12 Years a Slave, too. Yeah. He was also in it. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was the handyman or whatever. Who saved the day. Yeah. I think he probably did some racist shit, and he's trying to like cover up. Make up for it. Well, yeah. he did like fuck Mike Tyson's wife, so... Is that racist, though? I mean, <laughs> he did it to a black man. <laughs> so. What? Could have been anybody. <laughs> Could have been anybody. <laughs> I'll fuck your wife, Harvey. <laughs> I mean, where is she? Where is she, though? <laughs> but uh, I guess uh, you guys want to That's a compliment next? to Mike Tyson. Hey, man, I like your wife. Yeah. Mind if I take her? Um, um, my pick is not... It's not due to like what happened in my life, but I picked this director because of... I know who it is. Who is it? Oh, it could be Noah Baumbach. No. You you had a guess? No. Richard Linklater? No. Uh, this is actually... Angley. No. This is actually... Uh, <laughs> Incredible Hulk. <laughs> this might seem like a strange pick, but uh, in the large realm of things, I think, my, think of my life as more grand than what it is. But uh, this is why I picked this director. I don't think anyone currently captures time and error like this director does. Say what you want about his recent stuff, but... Um, Woody Allen? No, uh, his his stuff in the early '90s, late mid '90s. Are early we getting more clues, guys? Start spinning some stuff out. Are uh, <laughs> incredible, and uh, the way he captures time is perfect. Uh, it's Ron Howard. Jesus Christ! Can I fucking speak? <laughs> Ron Howard. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, Ron Howard, I think, is the master of uh, shooting time and really getting a sense of what that era felt like. Like movies like Apollo thirteen, capture no one's ever captured the seventies in that type of uh, environment than he has. He, Cinderella Man, well. uh, my favorite movie, uh, Beautiful Mind, and um, yeah, but he's really good at directing films about uh, like people who like matter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My life is and, more grand than what I believe it to be. <laughs> just kidding. But it's, like I said, it's not about my events. It's about 
the way he shoots time and the way he I feel like if there was anybody cuz you know obviously there's a large portion of my life in the 90s I feel like he can like portray the 90s now the way you remember it perfectly and that's how he did uh Splash Apollo 13 Beautiful Mind and uh even Rush just shooting like the 70s and 60s mm-hmm. I think uh no one could do it any better but uh like I think he's been making a lot of horseshit in recent years with all the um angels and demons type of shit but uh yeah what are you doing yeah. ron ron needs to get back to making biopics in my opinion um because you know bi- good biopics are hard to come by maybe he'll hear this pitch yeah <laughs> but and I, I like the way his his idea of uh how he comes up with uh films uh you guys notice he he his entire process of conceiving a movie comes down to looking at a photo and that's how he comes up with uh stories how about this we get Ron Howard to do the lifetime original movie of all of us meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be a mini series parting at least three yeah, three weeks. I'm yeah. down for this. Let's, Let's not forget can... uh um Arrested Development. That's yeah. his brainchild. Oh, yeah. Also, uh his uh comedy stuff is uh very different than anyone else's out there. I think he started that wave of like mumble core satire comedy in the early 2000s with Arrest Development and uh, that stuff is uh, it kind of changed comedy in a way I think especially sitcom comedy Word. and television comedy but uh, Shomo um, my my pick is Harvey's guess for your pick <laughs> what was it? I'm going Noah Baumbach really? because not because I think my life I don't know this, this is actually kind of hard to explain it and in fact it kind of I'm talking down on myself when I say this, but um, I feel like his movies are all about um, high hopes, but like, you know, mediocre, you know, realities. Does anybody get what I'm saying? I would think, I would uh, say. Characters in his film are more ambitious than their life allows. Yes. Um,. I would say I'm uh, not to like you know knock your pick, but I, I don't think I agree with your pick. Well, this is this is because, what you would want. I know. I don't think you want that though. I do because because well, obviously, if I got, but this is more of like a, just a, a comedic pick. Yes. Because in all seriousness, his, a lot of his movies about dysfunctionality, mm-hmm. and um, and there's a lot of shit that I relate to in his movies. The thing about his movies is that it's also it's part the plot and it's also half uh environment and all his movies are about new york city and you didn't have any of that well he could he could stray away from new york how about when i first move here maybe a little bit yeah but it depends he'll make a movie one day not in new york can we just make a like a universe like we like the mcu and it just revolves around us, all our stories connecting yeah. to like one no. movie that we're all together in. A link later story. So yeah, link later would direct it. But anyways, like um, yeah. So you pay him to leave New York for a little while. And you got to give him <laughs> a lot of money. And, hey man, I know you make movies in New York all the time. But uh, the Squid and the Whale specifically reminds me a lot of my life a little bit. I see. I see. Um, and. Jesse Eisenberg's character is not quite like me. Um, You're more of like the library jizzer. <laughs> no, it's not quite. <laughs> Just never... so you, who, who hasn't seen the movie is a um, little boy who jizzes in the library. Well, yeah, the, the, the little boy in that film is kind of like a 
like a, a spectator. You to, guys intrigued now, aren't you? To what? <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, like like there's a scene where um, so Jesse Eisenberg takes after his dad a lot, but he doesn't want to. Um, I do that same thing. I'm not saying I don't want to, but like subconsciously, I take after my dad with weird little things like that i can see that um and jesse eisenberg captures it beautifully um when he tells his girlfriend and squid and the whale says he goes don't be difficult he doesn't want he it's just like uh his dad he doesn't like he's like, oh, i don't want to fucking deal with this he's one of those guys mm-hmm. that's kind of how my whole life has felt a little bit like in that family i think that's why i like that movie so much and uh things like that uh the mom's like, don't say that. Your father used to say that, you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. I've heard from my mom. She's like, don't do that. Your father's like that, you know, stuff like that. And uh, I think all the weird, awkward stuff that happened in my life would be pretty humorous through his eyes. And uh, yeah, it's just my my fun little pick. I can my, see that. My runner up is Jeff Nichols because um, the, the reason I didn't go with it is because he's really good at, you know, directing heavy conflict i feel like none of that really happened but his his ambience is amazing like it it, like the two boys in mud Mm -hmm. like there was just too much similarities you know just way too much to my childhood nice but that's that's about it i didn't know we were doing runner-ups i guess uh, my runner-up would be the guy who did lion (laughs) (laughs) he relates to that (laughs) yeah but why? Because well, I don't know. He knows how to direct Indians. You know, you know, <laughs> but you're, you're not Indian. Part. Yeah. Back in the day. Know your roots. <laughs> but uh, if you guys uh, don't want to bring up anything else, we can move on. Hey, let's play a game. Yeah, let's yeah, play yeah. the game. Your guys' uh, favorite part of the podcast. I like this part. Sean, you go first. This is uh, called the rolling of the dice, where the lowest roller has to watch a movie picked by the person who rolled the highest number. And uh, I go first because I lost last week. Okay. And uh, I guess we don't have a new game because Harvey didn't say anything yet. Are we? Do we have a new game? No. no. I felt like you were texting all week. and I was sitting there. I'm like, damn, man, he might have a game. He might show Excuses? us up today. So real quick, Harvey, for that little stunt you pulled earlier. What stunt? You better hope you don't lose. To me? What stunt did I pull? He picked his pick. Yeah, you know, you know exactly. No, when he uh, when he said he watched a movie. Oh. Oh, America and, honey. Oh, he's going to give you America honey if you lose, if dude, he wins. Fuck that. <sighs> what do you mean, fuck that? You can't say no. I'm going to. I mean, Harvey has said no and it has not watched a movie before. So, I mean, let's not try him. <laughs> he's, always, he's always caught up, though, right? You're not like, you're not behind on movies, are you? No. No, you're caught up. You still owe Sean a movie. You still owe Tom a movie. He's about to I owe don't. me American honey. Roll that dice. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sean's going first. <laughs> uh, it's a good movie, though. You should check it out. Oh, I'm all right, right? A nine. Yeah, you're close to all right. Sean rolled a nine. Yeah. Oh, Thomas is going to roll next. We'll go, we'll go clockwise. Yes. I feel so bad for Harvey because I feel like he's... I, 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 I don't know if you can do rolling. it this time. There's, I can't. There's no room. What is that technically a six? A nine. That's a nine. Oh, so we're oh. tied. Sweet. You guys, you tied with uh, Steve last week, too. This could be a tiebreaker. Steve's going to roll. Make, make sure you do a good roll, not like a slam. What is that? Three. That's a three. Because it was going to do that anyways. Oh, Steve got a three. You don't know that. 
Somebody might get a horseshit today. Or somebody, also <laughs> might, somebody also might get American Honey if this yeah. comes down to a tiebreaker. It's a nine, nine, and a three. I think I can beat that. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey got a one. <laughs> Bullshit, dude. Harvey, Harvey did not beat shit. <laughs> So me and Thomas got There's a roll. That is the best thing I've I'll, ever we seen. We will have a new game American next week. <laughs> There's legit a 50-50 chance you get like, American Honey. I just like we just talk a pack. Like, oh, whoever wins it. still pick American <laughs> That was so it. fucked up. I talked about this last night, but I wanted you to hear get shit handshake. on. Let's do it. All right, we got a tie break. Wait, what is it about American Honey that you don't want to see it, or is that because Shoma liked it so <laughs> it's much? Because it's because Shoma likes it. Yeah, that's uh, the worst part. You want to not watch out of spite. What movies yeah, do I like basically. besides Kingsman that you don't like? That's what I thought. I'd have to think about it. Yeah, right, I, so I'm gonna I don't roll, think I'm, there's anything I'm passionate about that you hate. I'm going to roll for this tiebreaker because me and Shoma got the highest tie. Yeah. Here we go. Ooh. I got a four. So I, oh, Mary Connie, it is. Ooh. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Talking mad shit. I was going to give him a horror movie, too. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Thomas got an eight. That's such bullshit. Right, how about, what if I give you a choice between two movies? And, okay. and he surprises us. No way. I don't want to give you do the that. choice. No, fuck that. Give him American Honey. All right, American Honey. Chill. <laughs> what? <laughs> Somebody's gotta see Dude, it. Dude, it's a long fucking movie. <laughs> it's not <laughs> that long. It's pretty fucking it? long. Three hours. Three hours. No. Yes, it is. It's Shia LaBeouf and it's a rat tail, be man. At Come least on. under okay. three hours. Better hope you Come don't on. win next or it's lose next good, week. It's a good fucking. You can't seriously. Poor shit from now on, basically. That's not fair, though. I'm giving you a movie that I consider one of the best movies I've seen in the last five years. Uh. <laughs> it's two no, hours and no forty minutes. No one else in the world believes that, though. Two hours and forty-three minutes. I took three minutes off. Brutal. <laughs> Credits. No, that was just like no, it's just run like, time. I was like, I could beat that. <laughs> oh, they they don't include credits no. in runtime. Yeah. All right, so. But uh, Look, I guess uh, Harvey has to watch American Honey. Are um, you really mad, Harvey? You gonna you should clear I your mean, day. That's uh, a long. Put, that's set a your long affairs movie, in order. Dude. I'll, uh, would it I'll... help you if Sean was sat down with you and watched it? With <laughs> no. You? What if he gave a, a, a word like a scene by scene commentary? <laughs> like, I've been waiting. Like I've most. been waiting. To, I've been waiting for this day for a long time. So I mean, it's kind of cool. Oh my god! I can't believe this played out like this. <laughs> the gods were in your favor today. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> but um, uh, Harvey, it's a fucking good movie. Next week should be an interesting review. It's um, great. Don't go into it watching it spiteful. Give it a fair please. shot. Yeah, please. Oh, uh, okay. Fair uh, shot for American you, are cinema. Being, are you being uh, sincere there? American no. indie cinema. But uh, I guess that that'll do it Harvey, for us. You really, you're really going to review it poorly based out of spite? We'll see. Because <laughs> we will see. I'll, I'll be able to tell the tone. So. All right. Steve. I don't have tone. I got one tone. All right, Steve, here's the no, deal. but I, I look at your eyes when you talk. Steve, <laughs> Steve I don't want to have to do this to you, but just to equal things out, just so we know that he's not long, you have to watch it too. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm not involved. This is no, three hours, man. Wait, well, wait, you're watching Harvey watch the movie? No, he has to watch it like, to, to Harvey's confirm. on his phone. I'm like this. I'm having to like, hey, put the All phone away, man. All I'm going clear your day. Get your affairs in order. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not that serious. Well, when I first saw, I saw it with Emily. Uh, we watched it. Uh, we started at eleven on a uh, school night. Mm, school night. Yeah, you have to go to school in the morning. What are you talking about a weeknight? A work. Can't night. you get my drift? Jeez. All right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, American Honey next week, uh, and it uh, it comes at night. Are you uh, are you googling stuff? 
No. About the movie? No. All right. He's putting his affairs in order. He's, He's like, texting all his emails. clear a whole day. He's yeah. texting him like, don't, Friday's don't my day. Up on Friday, I'll be <laughs> watching Rick Honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Friday night. Yeah. You can just you know, get this, it out of the way this, right this now. This is the thing just about losing the it. game. I would say, about the, the thing about losing the game is that most of us watch the movie we were selected the day of. Yeah, <laughs> I usually do. Like Because like, we forget. But this movie's not as easy to do. I usually watch it before. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's um, rare that like the twice the twice. So uh, you have to watch this movie the morning of the podcast. Should we put okay. a time limit on that. this game? Like I can't give somebody a seven hour movie. What was there a seven hour? They're movie? out there. Special edition. Lord How of the long Rings? is a um, Serbian film? An hour and eighty minutes. How do you know that? An Has hour and eighty it? minutes. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a real. Nobody caught time. that. I mean, it technically is yeah, a real is. time. An hour. No, it's not. <laughs> he said it with such confidence. Or just I like, said it like that because I don't know he the said, fucking time. He said 60 plus <laughs> 80. Funny? He believed me. How did I know that? <laughs> I know. It sounded legit. It's but, confidence. Uh, so we got two good reviews next week. Should be interesting. Um, I just I guess, don't want uh, Harvey to resent the film. Do you guys have anything you have coming up that you want to promote for yourself or mention to anybody? Any gigs you guys are going to be performing live or anything? Yeah, I'm gonna be at the I comedy got, cellar. I actually week. got I got something I want to promote. What is that? Next week, um, no matter what Harvey says, it's probably uh, just just know that it's an amazing movie. Okay, it's a disclaimer. Yeah. Okay, disclaimer. so basically, you're saying whatever he watches and reviews is just ignore. Yeah. No, unless he says I'm good. That's why I want Steve to to be able to straight shoot oh, it. Fuck. I can't it, wait for this interaction call. because whenever Harvey's going to be speaking with his review, Sean's going to be looking into his face, <laughs> and his face is going to move with every word that Harvey says. <laughs> but that's the his thing. His eyes take, are going to twitch. I've, I'm very passionate about this Knuckles game. Knuckles crack. I'm very passionate about this game, though. I don't just say, hey, check this movie out. See if you like it. Hey, quick question. I, it's this reassurance for me. Uh, like Vibrator, when I won last time, I won with Harvey uh, losing. Yeah, you give everybody's dreary ass movies. <laughs> American Honey's not dreary. There's some great scenes. I just have a it's quick long, question. It's long, but it's not dreary. What Listen, if, I love the movie. I give it a four and a half. Yeah. What if Harvey doesn't watch it? We need to have punishments. I've watched every movie. What are you talking about? Let's not talk about Patterson. He's talking right? about a spike. I watch Patterson. Um, but yeah, I think let's end this. Mission. But if we if we're gonna, should we get a lie detector test? See, like if he lies about liking it. Okay. Why would I lie about liking it? Because you're spiteful. That's <laughs> <laughs> why. <Wait>, what? Because <laughs> you hate me for assigning you a three-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, I really liked it, man. Stop fucking lying. <laughs> tell me the truth. Just tell me that truth. If I don't like it, I'll be honest. If I like it, if, or if I don't, but if I don't like it, um, no, but you're not allowed to lie. Though. Don't let me catch you on that uh, low roll. <laughs> That's crazy. Get you good. I actually, I had a pick for today, too. So funny if whoever had lost. What would you give him? I was going to give somebody a Cafe Society, the latest Woody Allen movie. It's only like 80 minutes, I think, too. Oh, that's not Sorry, bad. Harvey. Damn. Should, should I have and, given uh, you Jesse King Isaac Jack? Yeah. King Jack would have been 80 minutes. Yeah. But uh, I guess right, that's guys, it. That's, that'll do for us. This is a very long episode. Yeah. Uh, Follow us on the you, Twitters. If you guys stick through it, I love you. And uh, He doesn't say that lightly. Weird. When Jeff Nichols makes my biopic, I want to tell him to make sure it's a hundred and uh, an eighty hour, minutes, an hour and eighty minutes. It's two hours plus twenty minutes. Harvey, I see in your contract that you want the movie to be exactly an hour and eighty minutes. <laughs> no more, no less. <laughs> Off from the south. It's two. It's two hours. I'm gonna kill you. You mean two hours twenty minutes? No, hour eighty. An minutes. hour and eighty minutes on like, the box. I wanted to. That say should that. be the yeah. title on of your IMDb, biopic. It says an hour and eighty minutes. <laughs> Is that there should be any way we can talk name? you out of this. It will be. 
<laughs> but uh, all I'm right, so yeah. excited for you, Harvey. Let's uh, let's end this bitch so yeah, we all get on with today, and uh, I could go do some work at home. Yeah, you know the drill. Check out the the social media: Twitter, Facebook, Facebook Instagram. Do the right film podcast. Do the right film dot com. We don't have a dot com. Uh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. We- <laughs> Wait, is that a secret that I don't know about? Oh, no, right. I just don't want people to know we don't have one. Oh. <laughs> do we well, have a? No, I bought the domain. You lying? Oh no. This shit's like ten dollars. Oh, cool. So we have a domain. Fuck, now I'm going to feel bad for making him watch a three-hour movie. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> should have already felt bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, why don't you uh, just start now and like, get out of the way? Okay. All right. No, no, no don't do That's that. Not Clear happen. your head. Clear your head first. Yeah, watch it on Take, Go outside, sit on like, the roof. I feel like Tom's going to call him throughout the week. He's just like, yo, you watched it yet? <laughs> Did you see it, man? I think it's a really good day to watch it. I think you should watch it tonight. Hey, man, it's, it's, it's cloudy out. <laughs> Right, we should Don't definitely call end my it. phone talking like that. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch it yet, Johnny? Okie dokie. Uh, I guess we're done for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll uh, see you on the next one. See ya. If you, and if you Friends. guys want to follow along with Harvey Watch American Honey too, let me know if I'm going to live stream it. We're actually. live streaming on. Let, uh, we should live stream just the close up of Harvey's face <coughs> watching the movie. You just That's see him like he's like two hours and ten minutes in, and it's only halfway. And he's like, I think it'd be a bitch made. I think it'd be hilarious if it's just a close up of his face for the entire movie. He doesn't blink or move. <laughs> <laughs> we do a Shia LaBeouf art performance of him watching it and yeah. reacting to it. All right, we'll think about it. Uh, thanks good. for thanks for listening. All right, Thank guys. you for listening. Seriously, Bye. later.